Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Hockey is played with a puck. Welcome to the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack, y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Fact Off. It's the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we each bring you a random and obscure fact, and you, the listener, can decide who the winner is. I'm your host, Alex, and it's with me, as always, is Pat. Hey, everybody. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? I'm good. Can't complain? Alex is everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to the people. I'm not even talking to you guys. I'm talking to people out there listening on the radio waves. How they are you? They can't respond, Pat. They can't respond. I can hear them right here. And we can't. I'm pointing uh. to my penis. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't notice, if somebody's listening to the podcast and responds to the podcast, Pat will answer them back this out loud. Yeah. Like, I do it at work all the time. People are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it's with me, the other person who chimed in before his turn is Mike. Hello, everyone at home. I am at home, so I'm doing good. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm at home as well. <laughs> my people are the butt, like people on like public transportation. Those are my people. Yeah, my people are only listening when they're on SpaceX. All right, well, email <laughs> the fact off podcast at gmail.com. Let us know where you're currently listening to the show. Also, yep. are you on Team SpaceX <laughs> or Team Public Transportation? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said in the intro, we each bring a random obscure fact, and you, the listeners decide who the winner is. And who won last Week, Mike, the keeper of the numbers. If only we had a calculator. Yeah, I uh, tossed a calculator out because it ran out of batteries. And uh, I, I it know it's a solar powered. calculator, uh, <laughs> but the battery uh, malfunctioned. And they always have to have a battery backup. Long story short, Pat won. Hey. Um, and uh, I had to hand tally the votes. Celebrate good facts. Come on. Do, 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 do. It's a fact going on right here. Everybody's fact. I'm getting a Smithsonian on the line. (laughs) We're going to add Pat's fact to the annals. Yes, it goes. Yeah, finally, I'm in the annals. I've been trying to get in the annals for a long time. When I was an overnight security guard at a hotel, they just had like the music playing. And you'd be like, 3, 3 a.m. No one awake. You just have celebration playing in the, li- <laughs> the lobby. Yeah, it's so sad and depressing. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's a wedding and it's it hits right. It's the perfect yeah. time for a celebration to come on. But other than that, did you know that I get a victory fact when I win? I did. Mike did not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this is new to me. Uh, please give us your victory fact, sir. I've been saving this fact all the way back since. Wednesday, September 28th, from my fact calendar. You haven't won in forever. <laughs> I know, but I had it last week because I thought I won, <laughs> and then I didn't. All right. Did you know that the world wastes about 1 billion metric tons of food each year? The world or me? Yeah. Well, you're like 190 million metric tons. <laughs> no, they're just like, Alex does not waste a scrap of food. That's what everybody says. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy, though? I don't know how much a metric ton is, but I'm assuming it's a lot, and a billion is a big number. Put them together. Yeah. That's a lot of wasted oh, no. food. I, 
I've always thought we need to come up with better systems to like uh, fix that issue. Like, what, like not the metric restaurants system? just throw <laughs> shit out. Uh, grocery stores just throw s- stuff out like all the time. Um, uh, that's what Kroger has the whole initiative now. Like that zero hunger, zero waste is a compact. Like them just getting rid of stuff. So they like everything gets donated and like to the free store food banks in the areas and stuff like that. Well, then some stuff yeah, can't get so. you can't give away yeah. some stuff because it's like yeah you know there's a lot you could get sued if somebody gets sick off of like throwing out food and stuff. Yeah, that's why the restaurants lock it up because like that has happened. Yeah, people get sick and then they'll sue you for eating their thrown away food. Yeah, that's why I eat everything on my plate. If you couldn't tell by looking at me. <laughs> I I clean clean my plate plate like all the way like um it's like, basically ready all to the go. way like all the way no Mike what? is going down on his I plate. used to eat I used to eat lunch with Mike like every day when we worked together and he would eat all his food and right next to his food you know how you have your knife and your fork he would have a sponge and a rag <laughs> and soap and he would clean the plate <laughs> and it was always a hundred percent clean is this the fact off episode where Alex runs through all his jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, next one up is the boys' home. Ooh, any good stories many. there, Alex? <laughs> There's a lot of good stories there. All right. But uh, well, we don't uh, want to know. Another time. Yeah, another <laughs> time. Sorry, listeners at home. Uh, you get to listen to some uh, other things. <laughs> <laughs> you you got all the way up to the top. You were so high up, and then you by just... other by other things you mean pat back 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 tacular pat back 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 tacular pat 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 back 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 tacular yeah i didn't want to make the delivery myself cuz i knew you wanted to do to deliver it to the folks at home you could deliver it pat's fast facts are for everyone i refuse to do the stupid song you were so excited you were like and the next part of our show is something else on the show yeah when i die mike i want you to sing that song at my funeral the pat fast facts I hope we oh, remember this. about funerals on this. Show. I hope we remember this in like fifty years when you die. At yeah, my, so when at I die, <laughs> yeah, you're scattered in my ashes at Disney Disney World. Yeah, and when Alex dies, I get to sing the Pat's Fun Facts song. And uh, I'm immortal, so yeah, Pat's immortal. We haven't figured out what we're gonna do with him yet. He just gets to uh, live a life of sadness when watching all his friends and family die. It's true. This is like the end of Logan. Anyway. <laughs> Did you know? Spoiler alert at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even know if that had anything to do with Logan. He's just immortal and he's, you know, he's sad. All right. So uh, these are my fast facts from the fact calendar. First up, we have cotton candy was invented by a dentist. Really? Bob Candy? Uh, big big scam. He wanted to get more customers. 100%. Yeah. It's, a, it's all big scam. You guys ever have like those dentists, like if you donate your... Halloween candy, Timmy, you get like money back or something like that. No. Uh, so this dentist is definitely feasting on candy for like the next yeah. month. He just wants free candy. Yeah, he's making money. Is it really dentists that do that? I think my wife's dentist did that. That's so stupid. Is this, um, yeah. Maybe like, she was kid- just stealing the candy from you and telling you that she was like, oh no, my <laughs> dentist needs it. <laughs> That'd be a good, good prank. Yeah, it's a very odd. Jimmy <laughs> it, would, <laughs> it would be a good prank. <laughs> a good, good prank. All right. Did you know? Speaking of the second fact, <laughs> Creedence Clearwater Revival has the most number two Billboard hits without ever hitting number one. Really, not bad. Moon Rising. 
not fortunate Queen, son. Queen River. Yeah. Mike, you want to jump in? Any uh, Creedence Clearwater songs uh, you like? They all sound exactly the same. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> no, um, they're good. They're good. I love John Fogarty. But like, it's hard to... Uh, they, all their big hits are like very similar. Yeah, because they're all great. And number two. Did you know that goats... This is one's obvious. I don't know why this is even on here. Goats have rectangular pu- pupils in their eyes. Wait, how is that obvious? Have you ever seen a goat? You never look a goat in the eyes. I've never seen these rectangular pupils. Go look at a goat. Go outside right now. <laughs> look at a goat. Actually, uh, I could go. There's a goat in my neighborhood. My dog goes up every day and uh, greets him. It has gigantic, Hello, goat. <laughs> gigantic horns. What's his eyes look like? I didn't. Never stared. You should. You don't look animals in the eye. You're I thinking of a it. gift horse. And you're thinking of his mouth. Okay. <laughs> uh, did you know this one's crazy? America accidentally dropped an atom bomb on South Carolina in 1958. That explains a lot. That explains okay. Mike's fact from last week. I don't think it went off, though. Uh, so they just dropped it? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think it detonated, I'm pretty sure. But maybe I'm well, wrong. Well, there's no follow-up facts. And well, this thanks. one. Yeah. I know I know what I'm talking about next week. This one's for Mike. Did you know that the dark region on the north pole of Pluto's moon, Sharon, is called Mordor? Yes, yeah, some like, stupid yeah. nerd thought he was being hilarious when he came up with this working for NASA. He's like, "Oh, look at these guys. I just read a a, a book from a uh, <laughs> Get him, Mike. Get him. Get him. 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 Take him down. Get him. You're on fire. (laughs) Some stupid nerd. I think think the best best fact is the Pluto fact. (laughs) Yeah, I got Mike very worked up. (laughs) Mike's just mad because he tried to name a planet and they didn't (laughs) accept it. Yeah, I tried to call it uh, uh, Endor. Nice. Got him. I don't get it. Explain. It's from another thing. <laughs> Mike is like, I don't read books. I watch movies, and in this movie, there's a planet. I am wearing Star Wars shorts. I got new Star Wars shorts, Mike. I'll send you a picture later. Yeah, I thought they were underwear. I thought you were sending me a picture of you in your underwear. I was like, what no, are you doing? Why Star Wars shorts? Yeah, I had a uh, fifteen dollars. I had to spend. Had to they held a gun to his head. You better buy you some Star Wars merchandise. $15. No, I bought something, and the very next day it went on sale. So I complained, and they gave me $15. Wow. Be only be used there. So these were on clearance, and I could get free shipping. <laughs> so wow. I did it. Like so I didn't have to cost me. Store. Okay. Didn't, didn't have to cost me anything. Yeah, that's what you get for complaining. A pair of Star Wars shorts. Yeah. They say, what does it say? I eat snacks or something? <laughs> it does say that. I like snacks. It says, I like snacks. It's the most fitting shorts Alex has ever worn. <laughs> Snack all day. Wait, how, how does that have anything to do with Star Wars? Oh, my God. Mike. Grogu? He eats snacks? There's a I, reason why these shorts were on clearance. <laughs> you know who Grogu is? Oh, is that the... Is that the... Baby Yoda. W- wannabe Yoda? Yeah, we all want to be Yoda. I call, I've been going. Alex, I want to be Yoda for years. I always walk with that, like that small wooden cane. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got a, I got a wrinkly forehead. 
yeah. his wife carries him on her back. Uh, Grogu yeah. as a as a canon character. What? He's awesome. He's so adorable. Okay, let's move on. Pat, since you won, you can decide the order of our facts. Yeah, first up. Fact time. We need a we need a break. Yeah, that goes like fact time. Did I go I did I go first? Yes. And I'll go first again. I like talking, and I'm just gonna get all my stuff out of the way. Fact of the week. Oh no, I got a victory fact, my five facts, and now this fact. Are you just gonna call it which, quits after this? Which, uh, fact <laughs> I'm gonna stop listening. We should call this the pad off. Alex, you did a fact before on a tomato, correct? Maybe. It all blends together. I was <laughs> drunk for the first six months of this podcast. It had something to do with like whether or not it was a vegetable, correct? Was that a yeah. tomato? That sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So imagine my, I believe uh, I pronounce it tomato. Imagine how nervous I was about halfway through this fact when I was like, oh, crap. Did we do this fact already? <laughs> so if you're listening at home and have listened to that episode, I hope I don't repeat anything Alex said. But did you know that tomatoes have their origin in Mesoamerica? No. Okay. Aztecs were eating them as early as 700 AD. I think I Alex said that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, actually, I think I did. The history of tomatoes. Um, but what, let's say who did it better. Yes. Well, mine is a little bit different. I hope mine's different. If it's the same fact, this will be the first time ever. But I don't think your fact had anything to do with this. Listeners at home, Pat actually printed out the Alex's transcript and he's reading it word for word. Mine was more about the like the government laboring it a certain thing for like imports and exports. Mine sorta has something to do with the government labeling it. Oh, and I'll get to that in a minute. So tomatoes, they were very popular. So they were they have they date back as far as uh, seven hundred AD. Probably the first time anyone wrote down that they're eating tomatoes. Um they were very popular in Italy way back in the fifteen hundreds. In Spain, they would bring them to their colonized countries in Asia and the Caribbean. And throw them at people. Yeah, but all, yeah, all the bad yeah, when comedians. when did they throw them at people? Yeah, when did people start getting hit with tomatoes? Like, bad comedy. I think Fozzie Bear started it. <laughs> yeah. Not sure. It's not part of this fact. However, when tomatoes arrived in England, the people were suspicious. They thought... Naturally. It was poison. Did you mm. ever hear that? People thought yeah. tomatoes were poisonous? I can see that. You knew this? Uh, I, I know, but I don't want to spoil your fact, Pat. So I'll let well, you go. Hopefully, you, I am saying the right thing. So because of a guy named John Gerard, who was a barber surgeon that was the first to cultivate the tomato in England, and he thought it was poisonous because it had a chemical called tomatine in it. Uh, okay. I thought it had a chemical called poisono. Yes. Uh, tomatine is actually poisonous, but the levels in a tomato are not enough to be poisonous. Yeah, and also I think the leaves are poisonous. Yeah, maybe. Also, um, if you're eating the leaves, you're just a weirdo. So yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like you didn't. Uh, I are you still going to talk about the poisonous part? Yep. Right there? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, okay, no. okay, okay. I'll hold off. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, I, so, I wasn't sure if that was like the cent- central crux of his fact. I'm just going to, there's another part of like why they thought it might be poisonous that I co- thought was kind of funny. Um, so people in England and North America, they started thinking that tomatoes were poisonous. It was even called a poison apple. That's what they would call it. Apparently Ooh. aristocrats got sick and died eating tomatoes. But in reality, it was because they were eating off of pewter plates that uh, okay. had a lot of lead in them. And the yep. acidity 
in a tomato sort of acts like a sponge and it sucks up lead content. So it filled the tomato with poisonous lead. And when they ate the tomatoes, they then died. Yeah. Was that what you're going to say, Mike? Yeah, 100%. Nice. See? I did some research. And what Mike has it written behind him, what he was going to say. <laughs> yep. It's like uh, the newly like a magician. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you know what happened? How they? So my fact's pretty much done. It's uh, oh, there's also another fun reason they thought they were uh, poisonous. It's because they were thought to be sinful because of their ability to act as a fruit that increases sexual desire. Uh, do they? So is was that proven that they produce? Sexual like, desire? Uh, no. When good. I look at a tomato, I don't get turned on. So when I don't you know if that's it. true. Oh, okay. Do you ever have a salad and you just, uh, when you're done, you're just rock hard? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's why they say at the grocery store is a good place to meet a a uh, a tomato, a spouse, or like <laughs> yeah. um, a partner because because hey. everybody's munching on tomatoes while they're walking through the grocery store, right? Yeah, exactly. You eat a tomato and then you turn and then you're knocking over things with your. Raging hard on. <laughs> All right. So I'm almost done. Did you know how they figured out that they weren't poisonous? They ate a whole bunch. and like, Some, some poor person <laughs> ate it without a pewter plate and they're fine. <laughs> so enter Colonel Robert Gibbon Johnson, a gentleman farmer from Salem yep. City. So do you know what a gentleman farmer is? I looked that up. I thought it was kind of fun. They farm gentlemen. <laughs> yep. He just raised gentlemen on his farm. No, a gentleman farmer is like a, a just like a a lord who owns land and he farms for fun, not for to make money. Pleasure. Profit, not for <laughs> yeah, profit. Not for profit. Not for Do you farm? Money. I only farm for pleasure. Because <laughs> yeah. he was eating a lot of tomatoes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh so he was really horny. He was plowing <laughs> some fields. What? <laughs> he was plowing some. He wanted to get. He really wanted. So he started growing tomatoes, and he really wanted people to stop thinking tomatoes were poisonous. So he would go around and just eat them in front of people, and but people still didn't believe him. They thought he was crazy. So finally, and there's like a whole legend to this. <laughs> he, he grabbed a basket full of tomatoes and went down to the local courthouse, and according to legend, some two thousand people showed up and watched as the colonel ate tomato after tomato after tomato. And he did not die. And after this. He probably had the worst acid (laughs) reflux of his entire life. After this display, the fear of poisoned tomatoes was gone. The end of my fact. You think there's somebody who's like, if he gets to 15, I'm in. (laughs) No, he's going to. They said there was like a doctor on hand just in case they thought, like, all right, he might die in front of all these people. (laughs) It was like a big to do. That was back when being a daredevil was a lot easier than it is now. <laughs> Real quick, though, I need to go upstairs and get rid of all my pewter plates, and I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were like, oh. Uh, and that is my fact. It and is it's called, called... Can you guess what it's called? The Tomato of Doom. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, that's better than Mike's suggestion. Mordor. Pe- people are like tomatoes. <laughs> Tomato and Mordor. <laughs> yep. Mordor tomatoes, please. Boo. Attack of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> no, keep it in. All right. You want Mikey or Alex to do, go next? <laughs> what? Mikey or Alex? <laughs> Just for that, you get to go last. <laughs> Mike, you can go. <laughs> All right. Let's get, get it going. Let's get it moving. So, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna start doing some like jumping the... jacks. <laughs> you you maybe if you're like the first person going, you would say something. Like that. <laughs> like, no, that fact sucks. Mike's, Mike's gonna play these out of order. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut mine so it goes first. Uh, no offense to anybody here listening or like uh, at home if you're a, a big Pat fan. Yes, are you guys all big Pat fans? Write to Alex and let him know. Yeah, yeah, just write us an email, a really nice email. Ask us a question, maybe. Uh, yeah, ask about a day or why am I so cool? Yeah, don't d- none of that. Don't are they asking ask us why they are so cool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, we'll tell you why you're cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Alex lives in Cincinnati. Pat lives in Philadelphia. <gasps> I don't live in Cincinnati, but I've lived there. Um, <laughs> really giving out all our information. Where do you live now? I you know. Tell everyone where I live. <laughs> It's just, oh yeah, fact padding, I call this. Uh, no, if you walk through like some of the older parts of Cincinnati, there's like lots of rock walls and stuff like that. And uh, if you look closely, you'll see big fat lizards all over the place, all over the rock walls. Like real lizards? Yeah, real lizards. How come I've never seen this? Scurrying they're about. They're big. Like, they're like five or five inches. No, they're pretty big. They, I mean, chunk. I mean, if you go to like Florida, the lizards in Florida are pretty small in comparison. I feel like. No. You don't think so? I know. Can we take a fact off vacation to investigate? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should go to Florida together and take some pictures of lizards, and then come to Cincinnati, and we can lizard lizard it up. We can lizard. But no, like I was walking through downtown Cincinnati, uh, not like the suburbs. It's not, they're actually not downtown. They're like in the older like neighborhoods with the rock walls. Uh, but on a sunny day, you see the big ones out and just chilling. Like uh, I was surprised at how many uh, I saw. And I'm like, there's no way that these are like supposed to be in Cincinnati because they're not anywhere else in this what area. What kind of lizards are they? Are we talking like Komodo dragons? No, there's some by my house. Well, they're called the non-native European wall lizard. Are they native? Yeah. To... Non-native. <laughs> and uh, But in Cincinnati, they're known as the Lazarus lizard. Oh, do they die? Well, you, you might think they're called Lazarus lizards because they lose their tail and it grows back, but they're called that for another reason I'll get to in a second. Um, so how, as the story goes, uh, 10 year old George Rao Jr. was on vacation in Milan, Italy, and he actually brought home like six to 10 of these lizards to his house. I think he lived in Hyde Park. That's a good neighborhood in Cincinnati. And he brought these home and they just, you know, populated the whole area like very quickly because Milan, Italy is very similar like climate to Cincinnati. When is this? What year are we talking? You know, we like years on this show. Yeah, I think this is back in the 50s. I didn't really mark it down exactly. What um, century? Yeah, around the time I was born. Yeah, around the time Al- uh, Alex was born. His age age changes a lot in this show. We oh, should have man. like a quiz show to see like how old is Alex. The people at home would maybe have to figure that I out. I think I could win this. You might. <laughs> Wait, of course, you would know how old you are. <laughs> is yeah. that how the game is played? Uh, so from show lore, you could be anywhere from 500 years old <laughs> to possibly uh, eight years old. It's true. Yeah. Except yeah. for the one time I did disclose his real year he was born, and he did not say the year he was born. <laughs> yeah. 
Continue. All right, back to the fact, guys. The lizards got so populated, like in this Hyde Park area, that the house, like the near the part of the city they lived in, they nicknamed it Lizard Hill. That's fun. Yeah. Nice. So George Rao Jr., his stepdad was Fred Lazarus the Third. Oh okay. And that's where the lizards get their name is from the Lazarus family. And that kind of rang a bell to me because I'm like, as a kid, I remember going to the department stores called Lazarus. I don't know if you have Lazaruses in Philly. Duh, we had Judas. Department stores died out. And then they came back. Yeah, they're not very popular anymore. Like Lazarus, I think, was eventually folded into Macy's, but they're around for like 150 years. So it's like a pretty, um, as we get to in a second, they're they're pretty... uh, Popular. Popular in this area, but they uh, had some influence on like how we do things. They fought off the metric system. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Fred Lazarus, uh, the Lazarus department store, they had a few innovations that um, you might recognize. So they were actually the company to develop and implement the one low price concept. Ooh. So before Lazarus did this in their department stores, when you go to like a department store, you'd have to haggle or like barter with, not barter, but like haggle on the price. Forever? That's crazy. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. So they were like the one, ones that popularized and like pushed this one low price concept. Um, so that's why when you go to like, you know, Target or Walmart, the price is the price. So you, you don't you don't like haggle with the the person at the store. I try to. It never works. <laughs> well, it's always self-checkout, too. Yeah. And Lazarus was the first department store with an escalator. I was going to say escalator when you said they innovated some things. I did it. God damn. The fir- and you guys will love this. Uh, they were the first department store with air conditioners. Ooh, I would Ooh, like that. I do love that. Yeah, it's like the best thing ever, really. And, Going uh, up and down escalators in the air condition without haggling. Hey, this sounds exactly like all the outdated store. It's funny to think this though. Like, like you come up with all these innovations, and then your innovations uh, actually turn into like what signifies as an outdated concept or like store. So it's like a they they paved the road for all these cool ideas, but then like it's seen as like uh, super outdated now. What would I mean? Stores still well, have one low price, and still <laughs> and stores still have air conditioning. No, yeah, like if they the have two floors, idea, they usually have escalator. Yeah, the escalators in the department stores seems like dates you pretty good, and, and like uh, department stores in general are like yeah, dated. I guess. Like just big, big, huge stores that are dated. Like people don't like going to gigantic stores unless it's like a a Target or Walmart. I, I don't, don't like the new Yeezy store. I don't know, are Yeezy? <laughs> I don't think yeah. Yeezy stores are. They have like one product. I don't think. I guess the whole store is just one rack of the same shoe. Yeah. And they're all like $300. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but most notably, guys, Fred Lazarus Jr. was the one to lobby Franklin Roosevelt for guess guess what he lobbied, lobbied for. This, this fits in with Pat's uh, fact last Tomatoes. week about the Christmas oh. holiday time. Oh, he did the Santa Claus visit. 
Will you go sit on Santa Claus lap? No, he successfully lobbied to Get permanently guessed, make Thanksgiving the fourth Thursday of November. Nice. Really? Yeah. So if it wasn't for Lazarus department stores, we wouldn't have this standard holiday shopping period. So it basically expanded the holiday shopping season. Good for yeah, you. People don't realize before that Thanksgiving was the December twenty second. Was it? Was it? <laughs> no. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't, talking about. I don't when was Thanksgiving that. before that? I thought it was always. I thought the the like Native Americans and the Pilgrims were like third Thursday next year. All right, cool. I think it was like some places. I think it fluctuated between like states. Maybe there had to have been like a day. It was probably like the twenty third or something. Well, yeah. Thanksgiving's coming up, and maybe I'll do my fact on that. Thanksgiving. Well, guess what? This is not on the fact card, calendar, card. So I don't know when the actual Thanksgiving was before that. Um, okay. But my I'm fact is in your called <laughs> Lizard Hill. Hey. Lizard. Oh, so those are all yeah. like uh, bonus facts at the end. Yeah. Like that. Yes. Mike with the bonus facts. Okay. With the victory chug of his drink afterwards, he just knew it was so good. He's like, I'm just going to sit back and let them talk. Hell yeah. All right, so who's next, me? I think uh, we're just going to end the show now. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. Well, some say if this was a bowling match, Pat bowled at 300, Mike bowled at 300, Will I bowl at 300 for one of the various feats in bowling? The 900 game? Whoa, I didn't know that was even possible. <laughs> yeah, so most leagues or leagues and tournaments, the bowlers in the game bowl three games. Okay. And then you get your total. So one of the various things in bowling is the 900 game. Only 40 certified 900 games have been played. So what? that's basically three perfect games in a row. Three perfect that's games it? in a row. Yep. So it's not it's not common. And lately it's been <laughs> yeah. hap- it's been happening more and more lately just with technology balls yeah, are getting we, better. We bowling really made it simpler, really. Yeah. Um, yep. Well they put all those pins. Remember you had all those pins at once? It was like a hundred pins. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, you definitely get to nine hundred pretty easily in we bowling. Yeah. But we're gonna tell you a tale about a guy named Bill Fong. In 2010, Plano, Texas, January of 2010. Bill was in bowling leagues. He bowled like 20 games a week. Played a lot of bowling. It's what he loved to do. Played a lot of bowling. He grew up in Chicago. Wasn't really like a great student. He fell in love with bowling. Kind of got his way through high school, but he was mostly hustling people in bowling. Then he got married at a young age. and Did they get married in the bowling alley? No, he gave up bowling for a while. Oh. So, like bowling was like his life, and then he gave it up. He tried to like have like a normal life. Sounds like Tom Brady. You know? Yep. <laughs> How, how many <laughs> he gave it up. Then? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ended up getting divorced and all, and he got really back into bowling again. He, sounds like Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> um. So one night he was going to his bowling match, his friends and all that. And, the league game, and he just was warming up. Nothing special about his warmer. He's just bowling. So he had his first game. Feeling good. First ball, really good. Ends up bowling 300, which somebody of like 
Bill's caliber, like, he's both 300s before. It's not, like, a huge deal to him. You know, like, he's had Wait, 300 so games he, before. So he was a professional bowler? No, he wasn't a professional. He, he was a like a He, he was just a league a bowler. What was his okay. average? Yeah, I don't know what his average was, but it was up there. Like, two-something. But, like, he's bowled a 300s before. It's not common for him to get, like, on a hot... Uncommon for him to get on a hot streak and all. Alex so, like, people... There. Yep. So, uh, you know, and then they announced over the loudspeaker. He's like, I don't really, he's like, I didn't really care for it. I don't like when they do that. Like, I bowled 300 games before. And What's I'll... the animation on the screen like when you bowl a perfect game? Because I know when I, I bowl a strike, usually a turkey comes out or something like that. But there has to be some cool thing saved up. That would be after three strikes as a turkey. Oh. But Bill <laughs> Get was... Get it right, Mike. <laughs> He was dedicated to bowling. He had notes on all the lanes that he bowled. And that night he was bowling lane 27 and 28. And he so knew he that. He knew exactly where to, I guess, the, the board on this one's a little off. And... Yeah, like it, like it hooks more and all. Oh, cool. And he knew over time the oil in lanes 27 starts to run a little bit. So he's like thinking to himself, maybe I should switch balls. So. He decided, you know what, I'm going to use a more polished ball for lane 27 and keep using my more aggressive ball for 28. And people are like, what the hell are you doing? You just brought a perfect game. Why are you switching balls right away? This guy sounds dedicated. First, yeah. first, uh, just, uh, just like Tom ball. Brady, though, he's switching On lane balls. 27, strike. Oh. It works out for him. Nice. And he's going and all. And like towards the end, he started noticing that the left lane was acting a little bit more like the right lane. So he's like, no, I'm just going to switch to the more polished spot on the left now, too. Does this guy take a diary during the game? Yeah, he took notes on all like the thing. And like this was his home bowling alley. So he knew all the lanes. He bought another perfect th- game. What? Back to back perfect games. I want to know the animation for that. Yeah, it's two chickens. I think. Yeah. <laughs> People are coming over, like congratulating him and stuff like that. And he's like, everything. That's how you get some ladies' numbers. You know, so I'm sure all the ladies that were coming up to him, like getting his number. Yeah, yeah. He's and every newly you know, divorced man. They announced. The <laughs> they. I don't know if he was newly divorced. I think it was a while. Freshly, but like, divorced. They, yeah. He was. They announced over a loudspeaker and all, and he was all, all like people going like wild and all. And he sets the ball again. He said people wouldn't look at him when he gave him the ball. When he still was going to bowl, people would stop. No one wanted to be the person who messed up this streak. So after his 33rd strike, so there's 36 in a perfect 900 game. So yeah, he had 33. After that, he started to feel numb. You know, maybe he thought he was just getting nervous. So you know, what you call it? So he went to bowl, and he had a bad throw. And, but... He still knocked him down. He got he got through that. He was like, whew. And he walked back. He was feeling dizzy. And he started sweating pollutionly. And like, he's like, Sounds he's at like 34. A heart attack coming along. So 34 strikes. So the 35th stri- goes up. The bowl is 35th late frame. Throw that destroys the pins. One of the best throws of the night. Knocks them all down. <laughs> destroys them. And he's still like, he's sweating and all. He goes up, he stare, he goes to the ball, throws it, hits it, 
good throw. Everybody thought it was going to go down. And the 10 pin wobbled and stayed up. Oh, jeez. He bowled an 899. Highest score in Texas history. That's his record. He has it. Dennis Hall. And and like he thought, like he was thinking, if I bowl a 900 game, I can become a professional. I'll be on ESPN. Like he was like, this is going to change my life. This is going to be awesome and all. And like this is going to, like, I can go pro and bowling, get me some recognition and stuff like that. You know, so, like, he's, afterwards, it's, like, an hour, he had, like, a beer or two, he's congratulating, people are congratulating, we're still at 899, he's one pin away, Yeah. you know, you know, he's like that, so then he's on his way, he starts to feel dizzy, and the walls are spinning, and he ends up going to the bathroom and throwing up, and he went to the doctor the next day, turns out, bowling-itis, he was having a stroke those last couple frames. Oh, jeez. When he was uh, bowling, he, um, so he's like, the doctor said if he came in a couple hours later, he would have been dead. But when he got there just in time, uh, and he had that, like, open heart surgery, and the doctor was kind of like, you pro- you had a stroke while you were, like, bowling this game, probably in the last couple frames. That's why you were dizzy and feeling all sweaty and all. So... Is that the end? Of the, that's the, wait. That's so he he stinks. did he ever compete again? No, yeah, he like the doctor's like, oh, you can't bowl for a while, and he ends up he bowled it since. I think he eventually did go pro in like one tournament. Trying to find that out, but he's still bowling. He used like his recognition and fame from this to open up his own pro shop, bowling shop. Oh, oh. good for him. Yeah, he's good for him. He's uh, hopefully yeah. he's remarried and uh, he's having a good time. Yeah, I wonder how many eight ninety nines there are. There's not many. I, I think wonder like, if that's rarer than 300 or 900. I looked and I was looking up like the 900 scores. And I like, guess really once you get to like the 2010s, there's just, like so many more of them. Before when he did it, there was like only like 21 or 29 certified 900 games. And like he owns, he still holds the record for high school total in Texas. Yeah, 899. That's a big state. Yep. Bigger than Rhode Island. Hey, when you're right, you're right. That's the last fact of the episode, everyone. <laughs> Texas is bigger than Rhode Island. Now you have my fact. The perfect game. Question mark? Because <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> so you have it. Our three facts of the night. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Lizard Hill or the perfect game. I like how you read it that way. Thank you. Click on the vote button in the show notes. It will take you to the fact off podcast website where you can vote on this episode who you think is the winner check out us on all the socials uh facebook instagram mike is posting a lot more because he likes that stuff um rate and review us <laughs> on apple one. and spotter <laughs> uh rate and review us on apple Podcasts and spotify and uh yeah if you want to reach out and just tell Mike how you're doing and let him know how you're listening. And Mike will put up a thing on a Facebook poll, a Twitter poll, uh, if you're Team Public Transportation or Team SpaceX. Yes. <laughs> I want to see a now, poll. We'll put a poll out there just to get get some buzz going. Yeah, no, we I, just put I, SpaceX I want somebody to write our... what's going on on whatever wherever they're at. Just write write me a letter. Well, no, vote on Twitter and then email Mike with like why you voted the way you did. Yeah, 
I want to get into you know, do you like? I want some pictures of your surroundings. Do you just like being on a trolley? Do you find the subway more exciting than going high in the sky? Yeah, you I know? just want to know. Like, I think somebody on the space station probably listens to us, most likely. 100%. Yep. All the some cosmonaut. Yeah. And that's it, everybody. We both said cosmonaut at the same time. <laughs> yep, and have a good night. Or day. Bye.